Welcome to the Only Football Fans podcast. Basically, we're a group of 10 mates frustrated that we can't meet up in the pub every week to chat about the footy. So, we've decided to do a podcast instead. Welcome back. Uh, episode 12. And today we've got Matty Boyle, Kyle, Greg, Ben and Dave joining me. Uh, we're missing a few of the other lads, but doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> we can make do, lads. There's enough of us to, to chat rubbish for the evening. Um, so, yeah, tonight we're going to work through the breakdown of the fixtures that have just, just passed. So we'll start off with an interesting one for everyone, really, because the Leeds Villa game, we lost 1-0 and I didn't even watch it. So, yeah, this is going to be a pretty shit breakdown on my behalf. Um, it's one of them things I had a family meal that I had to go to so uh, couldn't watch the game what and, in uh, lockdown yeah there was in the bubble mate in the in the, in the <laughs> baby bubble whatever that fucking looking <laughs> after your kids thing is and uh, yeah so I had to do that didn't see the game kept up to date on it by a fellow Leeds fan and needless to say I didn't want to watch it after what I heard um, I've seen little clips and that so, obviously, it started after about, I think it was about 30 seconds in, we could have gone 1-0 up when Patrick Bamford somehow lost his footing on that pitch of ours. don't know how that happened. But, um, I don't know. It looks pretty nice behind you, mate. I don't understand what's yeah. going on. Look, it's fucking firm as well. I don't know what... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, he lost uh, lost his footing on our mud rink and um, sliced his shot into the path of Rafinha, who nearly put it in the goal, but he didn't quite have the length on his legs to tap it in. And then about two minutes later, the exact same thing happened at the other end of the pitch. Cal, um, is it Ollie Watkins? Sorry. He uh, slipped when he had a shot, sliced it into El Ghazi's path. He put it in. So, uh, and that was pretty much where the game ended. Villa just got up to their usual Dean Smith spoily tactics. Basically, when Jack Grealish don't play, they don't play football. They just dive and fucking kick the lumps out of everyone. So, we're used to that. Played Villa in the championship when they were there and we're quite... Um, yeah, quite used to them them tactics under Dean Smith. He seems to. I, I'd like to know. I'd like to watch a training session of his actually, because every fucking club he's played for, they all know how to hit the deck. Like when when he was at Brentford, they they were fucking diving all over the shop. Gone to Villa, they're all the same. People rave about Jack Grealish. Oh, he's the most foul player. He must be class. No, none of them are fucking fouls. He just throws himself on the deck. What's wrong with them? Pisses me off. But yeah, I'm glad I didn't watch it because. Um, yeah, I'd be uh, in even worse mood than I am at the moment. But uh, we'll just move on. Fuck, fuck Villa off out of it. And uh, go and lose in London this weekend because we've got a great record there. So that'll be fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> Boyle, what was you going to say, mate? Just quickly, on um, you're talking about Villa and dives and whatnot. I saw a stat on Sky Sports yesterday about most... You know, it comes up on the right-hand side, like most assists, most cards or whatever. Jack Grealish has won more free kicks than any other player by double this season. So he's on 100 and something, and the next person's on, like, 55 or 56. That's a crazy statistic. But that, double, that's double what makes me laugh about it like that. Is, like, you have these Villa fans and knobheads like Gabby Agbonlahor on the radio. Oh, yeah, you like him, don't you? No, oh, he's a fucking punk. He's just in it just, <laughs> just, to, get, just to get people's... Call, oh. Just to get people calling in talking, yeah. and fucking getting the ump. Do you know what I mean? That's all he's there for. The geezer's a fucking idiot. Um, 
And he goes on about Jack. Oh, he's the most foul player ever. And oh, it just goes to show the ability of him. It's the only way people can stop him and all this. It's bullshit. None of them, like, I'd say 90% of the free kicks that he gets awarded aren't free kicks. Like, so, if you um, just keep falling on the floor and getting you, free uh, kicks, it doesn't make you a fucking... I think he'd be twice the player if he stayed on his feet. Because he meant the goal-scoring opportunities and that that he passes by by throwing himself on the deck. Paul, it's beyond me. Paul go on, go on, Greg. That, um, oh, sorry. Jack Grealish is Barcelona quality. What, what do you make of that statement? Well, Paul Merson... He's drunk or what? Yeah, more than likely back on the booze and the Charlie if he's coming out with shit like that. Jack Grealish is talented, but he's yeah, nowhere I mean, near he's, good. If he went to Barcelona, he'd never fucking play a game. He's not. Yes. He's not that level. Sorry. He just goes to show in the in the Premier League. You know, you have a few good games. Well, in his case, he's had more than a few good games. So it's he, he's obviously a very he's a good player, and he's probably going to go up a level than Villa at some stage. But to say he could play for Barcelona and walk into their team, it's not. It's not going to happen. People seem bad. to they're fucking going mad about Villa. Villa scraped yeah. survival. Because goal line technology didn't work. That's the yeah. only reason they're in yeah. this fucking division. Yeah. And yeah, they've had a good season. But yeah. fucking hell. Like, do you it's know what I mean? They're going on like Jack yeah, Greenish yeah. has been tearing up the Premier League for six, seven years in a row. Like, he's not, yeah, he's like not said, doing nothing out of the ordinary. You, you only need half a good season in the Prem for your yeah. value to treble. Mate, Harvey Barnes and James Madison have outperformed him for me. I mean, Harvey Barnes, if, if, if Jack Grealish is what they're saying he's worth, then Harvey Barnes must be worth a similar amount because yeah. he scored double, he was he got 13, 14 goals this season? Yeah. Some return and he's and only what, young. What's Patrick Mount, Bamford Mount worth then? Do you know what I mean? If it's based on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, goals, he, it's goals, isn't it? So. What did Jack Grealish do last season? That's what I'm saying. He's <laughs> barely, they barely stayed up. So, yeah. yeah. It's like technology didn't work, so that's the only reason they're in the league. Yeah, well, fucking, it's beyond me. Um, go on, Greg. What was you going to say, mate? Uh, I was just going to say on the foul situation, like if Villa utilised them, they could probably be a bit better off. Like yeah. it would be good plan for someone like Burnley or whoever, whoever's yeah. good at scoring set pieces. But I mean, if you're going to get all them fouls, what's the point? You know. No, but that's why I think what he's doing is good. He's doing it is for the best, for the good of the team, isn't he? He's doing it because let's be honest, he probably realizes that they're not they're going to struggle throughout a season, or they're having a good season or whatever. But he's he's doing what he can to give his team the best advantage in games. Oh, and no. if that's, I'm not saying they're going to be good at them, but they're going to. Have, it's a chance, isn't it? It's, no, a, it's, a, the play, it's the player he is. The areas that he should be getting the fouls and that they should be utilizing them more because yeah, he's I obviously agree, playing. Yeah. He's obviously yeah. playing higher up the pitch. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes he does come deep and then that's when he draws fouls to try and get them up the pitch, which is fair enough. That's, mm -hmm. But a player like him who wants to play in and around the box and stuff like that, he should be getting them more fouls where they're either going to get a shot on target or stick it in the fucking in the yeah, box. Lead to and more, actually yeah. lead to more line. goals, that's actually. So um, it depends cool. what sort of fouls they're getting. Go on, go on, Dave. Yeah, I think he's obviously, you're right. He's, I don't think people should be too harsh on him because he's, he's basically sacrificed himself to play the percentage game with, with the free kicks, give his, give his team some more free kicks in dangerous areas. Like, they, like you say, they're not making the most of them. But I think you can read a little bit too much into it sometimes, the fouls, when people are saying, oh, that's all they can do to stop him. Some players look for those fouls a lot more than other players. And it's not only players like Jack Grealish, like... As an Arsenal fan, if you, I mean, you probably noticed this, Matt. 
Zaka, it's like everything. He's always looking for the foul. Like he'll he'll yeah. receive the ball, he, he's wait for the player, and then he'll just step across. And wow. then as soon as he feels the touch, he, he hits the deck. And in a way, it is it is clever play because then you see another player will under will come under pressure, try and retain the ball, and then they'll lose it. And then the other team's on the attack. Where Zaka will just stick his leg across. There's the touch. Thanks very much. Go on the floor. Slow the game down. I mean, it's not. I think we're from a purist well. football point of view, it's not it's not great, but no. he's he's looking looking yeah. for that foul. It's not that oh you can't stop Zaka. Do you know what I mean? He's just that's loads of players, loads of players doing yeah. that. It's yeah. modern yeah. football. You're playing the percentages, aren't you? Really? Yeah. So someone, yeah. You know, if you get the slightest touch or the faintest touch, and you go down, you're going to get a free yeah. kick. The game is changed yeah. in that respect. We were talking about it off camera yeah. before, like the '88 Cup final, like the sort of antics that Vinnie Jones was pulling. I mean, imagine doing that now. You'd be banned for 15 games. And the rest. You couldn't do that. Yeah, I missed that football. Tackle after yeah. 30 seconds. I missed that kind of football, which should be like oh, that now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's done. In that respect, quick, it's done. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. It's not going to get worse. You're not worse. allowed one anymore. You used to be able to get one. Yeah, one and sort of get away with it. Yeah. And then now it's like, they, they, they still say, don't they? Players are still like, it's my first one, ref. It don't yeah. matter. And then they get cards out. Again, the other thing that comes into it, I don't want to sound like a broken record moaning about the officials every week, but it's true. It's, it's, it falls on them. Like, even they're so inconsistent. It's a fucking football. joke. Yeah. Like, this week in that Leeds Villa game, um, Matt Target, or Rat Target, as I call him, with his fucking boat, he's, um, <laughs> he's got booked for a, a, a silly little fucking free kick. Does it the self same thing not long after, and they let him get away with it. And then he does yeah. it again yeah. and they let him get away because he's so scared to fucking... Shit, I can't book him again and send him off. It's like, grow a set of bollocks. You've just booked him for the same thing. Why can't you just see him away? Do you know what I mean? They're so inconsistent. And then the other thing, with like you are saying, with Grealish and going down easy and, and Xhaka doing that thing where they get in front of the... Get your body in front of him, go over. That Luke Ayling is a specialist at it at Leeds. Like, it's a running joke. We call it the Ayling flop. Every time... He gets closed down face to goal, gets his body in front, falls on the ball, and he gets a free kick every single time. I think in the last three seasons, I've probably only seen him do it maybe twice, once maybe twice in that time and not get a free kick. And most of them aren't free kicks, but he just knows as soon as you get that touch, it's a free free kick. It's like Groundhog Day for a minute. He knows he's going to get it, so he's going to do it. And the other problem why not? with it... Yeah, is... why wouldn't you? If it's going to help your team and give your team an advantage and you know you can get away with it, why yeah, would the you? The rules let them do it. The rules let them do it. So yeah. why, exactly, why yeah. advantage of it? Like, the That's other it. problem with it as well is you, you get the soppy little <clears throat> fouls in the middle of the park and there's been a few occasions of it this season. There was one with Jan Pervader, who plays for Leeds. He came on earlier in the season and he, Giza kicked him in the penalty area but it weren't enough to sort of knock him over or whatever. But he's kicked him in, in, in the leg, lower leg. He, if he goes over, it's a penalty. He stays on his feet, doesn't get fuck all. The, the move comes to nothing. It's not pulled back. Mane done it this week. I think it was the Chelsea game. He's just slid in, hung a leg out in front of him. It's hit him. If he goes over, it's a guaranteed penalty. Like, I think he actually done it twice this week, Mane. Do you know what I mean? But because he stays on his feet, they don't give fuck all. If the referees start looking at that, pulling it back and give a penalty, we'll have more instances of players staying on their feet because they know they're still going to get rewarded Like if it is a free kick. Do you know yeah, what I mean? All that encourages people. Because now, if I'm Sadio Mane, as soon as I feel a touch, I'm hitting the deck. 
Yeah. Right. He has done the, the last two seasons. Oh, yeah. Hold on, he has done. The thing is, if you've got players that are that quick, like Liverpool's front three, especially with the momentum and the way they go so direct towards the goal, they know nine times out of ten if they get that little nudge of the little, they're going down. This, yeah, there's no two ways about it. They, they're going down. I think I'd do it to be fair. Listen, if I'm you in the do, box and someone anyway. me, I'd, I'd, I'd want to drop and you let you let seventeen stone start tilting, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll look. We've not really spoke too much about the game, really. Like I said, I didn't watch it, but it's I was never going to rewatch it after that anyway. But um, yeah, just grin and bear it, move on, and try and forget that game ever happened, and on to the next game for for Leeds. Um, We've got a few bonuses anyway. Rodrigo was back for the under-23s today. Berardi's back for them. Rodrigo scored six twice minutes. today as well. Six minutes um, it took him, didn't it? Was that? I think he scored after six minutes, was that? He did, yeah. It's a good goal and all. Um, and then, then he scored a scored a penalty a bit later on. And Diego Llorente's come back from his injury and he's looking good. So there's bonuses anyway. <laughs> but um, we move on to the next fixture anyway, boys, which was Leicester-Arsenal. Um Leicester one, Arsenal three. So over to you, Dave. Start us off, mate. Yeah, it's obviously a, a, a big win that for us. I think that it was, I can't remember the exact stat, but it was basically a long time since we'd beaten someone in the top three away from home. Coming into it, I knew both of us were going to be struggling because of playing on Thursday in Europe. I kind of was expecting a bit more from Leicester to be honest. I know they had a lot of injuries, but I thought they'd be hurting and want to basically put a performance on and show that oh, we're above Arsenal for a reason and all that. But it was it was the other way around. Arsenal seemed to have energy levels that um, Leicester didn't have. Like at the beginning of the game, Leicester was sort of on top because of all the changes that Arteta brought in. And everyone, the sort of commentators were saying, has he made the right call in, like dropping six, six people in? But then as the game went on, it proved to be the right decision because the energy levels just started to show. Um, gradually got on top. Pepe probably played one of the best games he's had for us. Willian probably played the best since he's played since that um, opening game against Fulham. Uh, he, Pepe just, was just tearing that young left-back, uh, I can't remember his name now. Thomas. Thomas, Thomas that's Thomas, it. Yeah, yeah. He, he was tearing him to pieces. Brendan, Roger, he got booked. Roger <clears> off at half-time to stop him getting sent off. Um, I, thought, I was, thought he was aggrieved. I um, thought he was going to get a pen when that situation, when Pepe entered the box and it looked like Tielemans tripped him up, but then they look on the replay and then indeed he has clipped his ankle before he, he got in the box. So I guess right, right decision in, in, in the end, because that's the initial foul, but they're sort of lucky there because if he didn't touch him, Tielemans was about to wipe him out afterwards, but in the end it didn't matter because, um, yeah, we just got on top of them in the first half and, and our, in the second half we never really looked like losing so you scored from that didn't you Dave eh you scored from that anyway even though they didn't give the they didn't give the penalty you actually scored from that free kick didn't you yeah sorry the, yeah that was that Louise nutted it in yeah um, quite a well worked free kick to be fair um, shortly afterwards indeed he handballed it like sh- shot it crazy to have your Hands up in the air as high as he did. He didn't really even need VAR for that one. But uh, Lacazette stuck it in. No doubt, really, he was going to do that. Um, and then second half, there was a... Yeah, they just turned the screw, really. Started putting some passes together and 
third goal was a well-worked goal. Um, passed it through some of their creative players. Final pass from Willian was a little bit lucky how it bounced into his path, but I thought, thought they deserved it overall. And it was, yeah, a good, good three points. Um, over to you, Matty. I think, to be fair, Dave's pretty much covered it. There's not much that he said that I wasn't going to say. Although I just, I think Arteta deserves a lot of credit for the way he tinkered with the team. Um, normally, you'd be looking at that as a, uh, if, especially if you're an Arsenal fan. If you would have looked at that team before the game, you'd have been thinking like, "Fucking hell!" He's took a massive gamble leaving all of the star players out. In my, well, not all of them, well, a high majority of them. But like Dave said, it seemed to work. Players looked a bit more refreshed. Saka needed a rest. He can't smash it every week. He's he needs a rest. I know he's only young and he's full of legs, but yeah, he needs the rest. But yeah, I think credit to David Luiz. He does get a lot of stick, but I thought he played very well in that game. I still don't think he knows what his best centre-back pairing is, which I think is our Achilles heel, because at full-back, I think Bellerin will be off in the summer. I think if Arteta is going to make changes to the team moving forward, he's not the same player that he was when he got injured against Chelsea at the Emirates a couple of years back. He doesn't seem to maraud up the wing. He looks more sort of settled in his position where you've got Tierney on the other side who can't wait to go forward and create something. He looks very sort of going through the motions to me, Bellerin. Uh, that's my personal opinion. No, I agree but, with that as well from what I've seen. Uh, yeah, him. I just, I don't think really offer does. much, does he? No, I don't think he does and either. He's not even that good defensively, I don't think. No, I've never rated him that much defensively, to be honest. So if and he's I not think, offering much going forward, what's he there for? That, I think Cedric Suarez is a good squad player and he's played quite well when he's mm. coming, but first choice, fullback, not for no. me. I think it's an area that needs to be to be looked at. But for me, the best centre-back pairing, if I could choose if they all fit now, would be... Adams holding, and Bold. Would be, yeah, <laughs> would be uh, Holding and Luis. I think Murray's too slow. I mean, the first goal, I mean, oh, I don't yeah, want to... Sort, I'm not going to slaughter the geezer too much because we won the game, but... Tielemans is running up the wing <laughs> but. and he's, he's, he might as well be whistling. Like, there's no one coming towards him. Mari's Mar concentrating on that rat, rat cunt Vardy who I can't fucking stand. Good player of mine, but can't stand the geezer. But Mari's like, like looking at Vardy as if to say, do you want a selfie, mate? And then, oh, Tielemans is running towards the goal. Let's go and tackle him. And it's too late. And you're <laughs> like, I'm sitting there watching that thinking, is anyone seeing what I'm seeing here? This is crazy. Like, how has no one gone ball? They had at least 25 metres to go to the ball and just left him. I was just baffled. I was sitting there. When he scored that, I was thinking, ah, oh, it's going to be one of them days, not again. It happened in slow motion, did it, man? Yeah, it was just like, do want to go any, yeah, does that want to take any longer <laughs> was, to go? You know? I was going to ask you, boys, I was going to say to you, that, oh. so, however Tillemans, however it come about, I don't know how it came about, but obviously he ran. And he must have been out of position. Yeah. So Surely. He, he must have he, gone up the pitch because I don't remember running, it being goal. He was running like, towards the goal from, from outside the box, like quite oh. fast. And then as you're set, Mari, Mari and David Luiz are pretty much standing next to each other. High-fiving each other. With Vardy in the middle of them. And I'm thinking, when I was looking at it, I was thinking, Mari, just go towards him. Go towards him. At least shut him off. Yeah, just shut him off. Like, he do just something. Just, but, just make a noise. Do something. Right? Put him off. I don't know. What gets me is, you've got a keeper there who's, oh. got a who's got a defender, like both of them, who is sitting on top of him. Where is the commanding keeper saying, go towards him? Well, shut he him down. Is that. 
But knowing Leno, he it's probably did they just didn't <laughs> listen to him. Because I have, in, in Leno's defence, every week he is Mr. Reliable. Half the, we have, we barely, we're barely letting any go. We, our defence isn't that bad in terms of the goals that we've let, um, the, the amount of goals that we've conceded. It's the manner in which we concede the goals. Well, obviously, it didn't matter anyway, like in the no, end result. Thankfully. More goal to concede because, yeah. I mean, he could have actually stepped up and pushed Mari in the back. Yeah, he probably could have. To push him towards him. He was, he was, he was strange. It was strange to say the least, but it like was, it was mo- moving on from that incident, like, mm. yeah, Lacazette, I don't think the penalty was in doubt that he was going to put that in. He's a very good penalty taker. I thought Luis took his goal very well. And Pepe, ever since I slaughtered him, he's been absolutely quality since that <laughs> day I slaughtered him. So fair play. He's got a lot of ability. This is the annoying thing. It's just, how do you get the best out of him? Because Send still... him to Bielsa, mate. That's how you get the best out of him. Well, he managed him at Lille, didn't he? So, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, he frustrates me still at times because sometimes in the game, he just looks like he's coasting through it. And then he does one little thing and he's like, yay, done my job for today. Like, woo! Like, I, think it depends what, I think it depends what, what um, left what back up against. Yes. Well. If, if he's playing against someone who's inexperienced or kind yeah, of... Yeah, he'll have a field day. Yeah. Rip him apart. Anyone who's... Like good, good level. He struggles. I do think that there is a lot more to come from him. He he comfortably, <laughs> he comfortably with the ability that he does have. He should be like a double figures winger, season in, season out for me. Whether he hits that height with Arsenal, I don't know. But fair play to him. He took his he took his goal, and he's on a bit of a roll at the minute. So like long way it continue. He's just happy to not be not not be playing against Alioski, isn't he? That's all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shitting himself, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, right, well, we move on to the, the next fixture anyway, boys. An absolute classic, which I fucking <laughs> called. I called this. Called you this did. the episode you before. Did. I fucking knew this was happening. My Chelsea God. nil, the scum nil. Very good prediction. Talk to us, boys. Ben, we'll start with you, mate. Go oh, on, Ben. Well, what a game, mate. <laughs> 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 no, no, you did well calling it, to be fair, mate. It was uh, terrible. When, when it ended nil-nil, I thought to myself, I can't believe he's called this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I actually honestly thought going into the game, after the back of the Atletico game, we'd have a bit more confidence. Um, we was all right. Uh, probably did enough. I would expect a little bit more at home. I, I Really, quite, quite an average performance, really. I thought both teams had chances to nick it. But it just it just wasn't really good enough, you know. I mean? Like uh, Kante had uh, Fernandez in his pocket, of course. What do you reckon on that, Carl? But uh, Fernandez, you said his name wrong. Yeah, oh yeah, of course, Fernandez. Yeah. Now I was quite I was, I was pleased with that kind of <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, right, man. I thought we created chances. We just didn't have that killing instinct to shut it down. Um, and really, a point was probably a fair result because then come later in the game, I think I remember rightly, Carl, they had a couple of chances, didn't they? So, know, the game was shit. Honestly. It was a game. <laughs> well, over to you then, Kyle. What was your thoughts, mate? <laughs> just, just, I mean, Ball just thinks I come in here just to moan and be miserable about United. But again, it's another, for me, just another performance that just lacked quality, lacked everything. I mean, I actually think, if anything, Chelsea probably, did, if, if anyone was going to nick it, it was going to be them. Um, yeah, we had that break at the end. I think Tomini should have squared it. He, well, I don't know why he was. Yeah, why he no. brought it back? Just put it. Just put it in front. No just sauce. In that, no sauce on that in that game. No, no, just none at all. Just um, HP blocked at the top, shaking the just, lid like not coming out. Just, 
just such a shit game. Just yeah. on, on, just it bored the life out of me. I mean, don't even, we're not on the, the, no, the Palace game yet, but I mean, that's even worse. <laughs> but I was going to say, like, at least Ben's got a, uh, looking forward to the next Chelsea game. Yeah. But fuck I mean, me. I can't even talk about a goal. I mean, has gone to absolute shit. You boys would be happy to know. So there we go. Are you looking um, forward to playing Man City? No, no, no. no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, who, who did you say is no, going to no, shit? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Bruno. Oxide neutrino. It's, well, I'll tell you, we're, we're missing Pogba massively and it's, <laughs> it's, it's really showing now. It's showing massively now, but... Oh, no. just, it, it, I, I, honestly, I said to oh, Greg no. earlier, I don't want to go for a good game shit, in three years and they're missing him. <laughs> Mate, yeah, do you really just say that? Have we got to pull him up for that or what? <laughs> Mate, you haven't yes, for this whole podcast, and now you're missing Pogba. No. We no, well, Bruno's missing Pogba. I think Pogba coming back will, will help Bruno a lot. Bruno feels like Instagram views when Pogba's back. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a poor game. But I'm, I'll take the point. For, for the last since Chelsea have been good, you you take a point at Stamford Bridge. To be fair, oh, so oh, Kyle, honestly though, I, I did think. Um, Seeing as we're like kind of in a in a scenario where we're almost, I wouldn't say we're transitioning, but we're kind of under the new manager. We're starting to find our feet. I, I actually expected more from United. I thought that United are in a position, especially in the table, where they should be bringing more to us. Like it, it looked, it didn't look like you had much, did it? It didn't. It looked pretty this flat. Is what, no, but this is what I've said before in previous ones. I feel like we're there on luck more than anything. We've rode our luck so. I don't. Th- People think that United have progressed this year. Or we've got closer. We haven't. We've just we're just more doing a bit. We're doing a bit better than the rest of the shit. Everyone, everyone's shit this year. I, I think it's COVID. What's that? COVID. Well, that's it. You have got no fans. You got it's oh, different. Got no fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I just it's, it's, it's what I'm saying. I don't. I just feel like this season's going to cover up a lot of cracks. Is that in, what within is? that are club, miss, are we missing? Are we missing the twelfth man at Anfield? Is that our problems? Is it? Yeah, definitely. You're going to shit. All oh, right. Mm. Yeah, no. Um, you you look at when like it, it does make a difference. Obviously, the fans and that, but it's the same for everyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, obviously, it's the same. That's people's the home records are yeah. not as good this season because of it, um, and there's teams in false positions because of it. But it's not a dramatic too much. I don't think. Like the three worst teams will still go down, the best team will still win the league. It's do you know what I mean? It's yeah. if Liverpool had kept hold of like your likes of Van Dyke and that that they keep fucking going on about. If they had stayed fit, obviously they'd be in a better position than they are now. But you you can't look too much, I don't think, into the fans not being there. Um, go on, Matty. I just wanted to ask Kyle like what his thoughts were on Solskjaer because let's have it right. A few months back. He was that close to getting sacked. He, oh, was, he wanted him think, out more than anyone. I think, <laughs> get out of my club! That's what I'm saying. It's like, I think he's been the manager that sort of survived sackings more than one. And his team are like, it just baffles me how they're second in the table. Like, Do you see? Do you think he'll be there next season? Like, 100%. Yeah, I do, I, I do now. Yeah. I do, do my, the problem is I feel... They've had their chances to bin him, and they haven't. Yeah, they so, haven't. yeah. But um, knowing you lot, you'll just throw loads of dough at it anyway. You're going to spend a couple of hundred million in the summer, I would say, at least. Be enough for me. For what for what we need, I don't think it's enough. Wow. 
To be honest, to be honest, Kyle. Like, even if you sold Pogba for like stupid money. Well, are we, should we get 200 plus sell Pogba? I'm just, yeah, I'm just as an example. What, what do, do you think what? is going to happen? Do you think I would, I'll tell you what, buy I someone else like I love Declan Rice. One at a time, boys. Go on, Kyle. Love Declan Rice, Jaden Sancho, and a Kane. Defensively, but in all fairness, we do, we we do keep a fair few clean sheets. So, although it's although we're not great back there, I feel like it's kind of like Arsenal. Break down teams. Kind of like Arsenal is similar. We're not great defensively, I don't think, but we don't concede that many goals. And most of the goals we concede are our own downfall. They're not. We're not being undone by any amazing magic. A lot of the time, we're, we're just making stupid mistakes. What makes yeah. what makes you think as well you're going to get someone like Sancho? No, I no, I don't. No, but you would. No, no, <laughs> no one seriously. Like, why? Like, why would you? Why would he leave Borussia Dortmund to go yeah. to Man United? I think he wants out of Dortmund. To be honest, why would you go to Man United? Yeah, but he, ain't because he he, might, he wanted to go last year. So if he wanted to go last, well, so we're told. Again, we don't, we don't know what Jaden Sancho might have come out and gone. No thanks. Last season, that's why we. That's why we did. Who knows what's happening? But if he, if he did want to go to Man United, which like people seem to think is something that he he, he wants, I think he'd probably wait till Solskjaer fucks off. Why would you want to go and play for him? No, I get it. No, Seriously, I, I, like, I'm still. And I'm he'll still end up. It will stagnate his career. He, he won't. He won't be what people think he's going to become and what he is at the moment. He won't be that. No, it comes back to what Ben said. You said you you thought we were going to bring it to you more. The difference is we've got Ollie. We haven't got sort of your two children. You know, I, I like that, that Nagelsmann from from Leipzig. I feel like he's a young. He, he he's a. I feel like he could be a good one. That I'd probably want to say. Do you know what? I wouldn't mind you coming in. And I feel like that Nagelsmann is pretty respected a lot more than someone like Ollie. Ollie, did like, like for me. It's just yes, a good son. I love him. He's, he's, a club, I, he's a club legend. I love him. But I don't think as a player you would like. I think they said on Talk Talk today. They was like, I think I don't know who it was, Bent or someone like that. He was like, would you look at? You wouldn't look at. You know, look at Man United. It's a big club. You look at City. Probably not as big, but big. But if you had the choice, it's you, there's only one choice you're choosing. Regardless yeah, of yeah. you could support the club, but to go and play under Pep or Oli, it's it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Who you're going to go to? Mate, there's 15 other teams with better managers than you in the division. Yeah, do you not know, well. Do you know what I mean? There is. <laughs> yeah, listen, Ollie's doing what anyone would do. He's, it's the players that are winning them games. I don't, I don't know what he does with them because yeah. when you watch him play on the, when you watch him play, it's literally, a, it's just like a freestyle. It's just vibes. It's no, vibes. there's no plan or there's no. It's just mad. It's just mad. That, I don't know. It's, it's not great. But well, again, we we were singing his name earlier. Greg, season, we'll, so. we'll go over to you before we move on to the next game because we're going to come back to Kyle for no, the next fixture. I just wanted to go on to the Sancho thing. Just say, why would he... You'd stay at Borussia Dortmund. You'd, you'd carry on playing with the, that team, them players that he's got there. He's got a young mate in Drew Bellingham, who's English now. He's got, you know, Haaland. I don't know whether he's going to stay there another year, but I don't... He'll stay another this, year until later in Europe, this, then he'll come over. There's all this talk about him, though, but is he going to leave? How's that transfer fee again? It's one. It's it's one of the best clubs to try and be at as a young player. They play. They play them, and they give them the they give them the um, the platform to go and actually play how they want to play, and at a great level. Exactly. Whether they whether they push on and win the league or not, they it might not matter because they're they're young players. It's mm. not in their thing yet. Like Bayern Munich are so good, but 
the expectation is just for them to just go and play well and evolve. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's probably no better place to be at if, if I was Jaden Sancho. I wouldn't want to leave. No. Furthermore. Until, until someone big comes, like a City or a bigger team. Just Man United are bigger than the Dortmunds. Just quickly Historically, on that. Historically, yeah. No, you're, but... yeah. You're a club. As a club, yeah. But not at the minute, mate. Like... No, you're not. But why? Yeah. We're the second. We're the second best team in the Premier League. You're not you're attractive not. at the moment. You're still we're not attractive. No, we're not. I, I'm not talking about like even football, as in how you're even playing on the pitch. Oh. I mean, just generally as a club. I think the shambles. The, the fan. The fan base is all over the place. So divided. Since Fergie left, this has been. That no, no Man United fan agrees with the next one. You one minute it. you fucking hate the players, the next week you love them. One minute you hate the manager, the next week you love them. It's not. It doesn't like. If I'm a player. I wouldn't want to be looking to go there and go, it looks like a happy camp, everyone singing off the same hymn sheet. They're not. No, no, it's, it's, it's not great at the moment, but they're going to stick with him. But you, you are second in the league. But, yeah, at the moment. There's trouble okay. in paradise anyway. Look at Maguire and uh, Rashford. Haven't they? Oh, that was brilliant. That was brilliant, wasn't it? Go, go on, Matty. Uh, just wanted to say as well, like, what do, you, what do you all think on this? Do you think there's too much pressure on young players to grab this, like, world-beater move so young in their careers? Like, why would they be in a rush to leave Borussia Dortmund? I don't get it. See, like, I, I think there is, but it's all from their yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, you could say money, but, I mean, these some of these kids are, like, 20, 21. The, the money is there. Not it's not going to go away. What Terry says. It's their agents getting in their head. Yeah. If the agents want to want the sign-on fees. They get the uh, yeah. cut of what they... Yeah, it's, it's just, for me, yeah. from a fo- pure footballing reason... There would be no need to leave Borussia Dortmund for like any of them kids, even Haaland. Like, yeah, why doesn't he stay there another year, which he probably will end up doing? Yeah, who's his agent, though, Matty? Yeah, his old man. Oh, is Riola. No, Riola's oh, his Riola agent. Is, yeah, Paul Pogba, yeah. and he loves Man United, doesn't he? Riola went, went back to Man United <laughs> for the money. That's it. Simple. Yeah. He went back for the money. And Riola said that himself. <laughs> oh wow! Just kill your client yeah, a bit just, more. He just keep on paying. He just yeah, but no, the club pay it. He rinses the club. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> embarrassing though, isn't it? That's shocking. That, 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 that that's poor. Right. Well, let's let's move on to the next game anyway, boys. It was. Um, Chelsea nil, Man United nil. Next one was Sheffield United nil, Liverpool two. You got a win, Gory. What's your thoughts, well, mate? <laughs> it was um, a little bit better, wasn't it? Just for the one game. Um, it, I mean, it didn't start great either. I mean, they could have been one nil up. Adrian had to make a save. Um, but old fucking Ramsdale, Buffon, fucking, he was unreal. He turned up for the first time this season, I think, and he just had a corker like. Um, for me, again, it's like Firmino goes through one on one. A number nine for your team should be scoring that, no matter what. I don't care. Yes, it's a fantastic save. He shouldn't have had a fucking. He shouldn't have had a chance. You're putting that away, Greg. I would have put that away. I'm, I'll, I'll bet my mortgage on it. <laughs> but he literally. I like him. I like Firmino. But he's really like, he's, he's, I don't know, he's at the edge of the plank at the minute because he's just fucking grinding on my gears, mate. I, like, I love him. To, I don't want him to leave the club and that, but he's just not, he's not, a, he's not a number nine. He's not a striker. He's not, you go through on goal. If that's anyone, I, I'm, you know, you put Bamford through on goal, that's a goal. You put, you put 
the striker at Arsenal, Aubameyang, Lacazette, whoever it wants to be. That's a goal. Even Nketiah, they, he's putting that away. They're <laughs> goals. And the thing is, it's, that ain't the first time he does He He literally, is, his goals to game ratio, he starts every game. His goals to, go, like, to game ratio is not great. And yeah, he brings in all these assists and all that, but he's not even doing that. Yeah, I know what you um, mean, mate. And so that was that one. He should have he should have scored that one. Salah again, he had a chance. Great save. Ramsdale, Trent had a chance. So it was a pretty much first half of nothing apart from Ramsdale just keeping us out. And then obviously second half started. We got that goal. Um it was in. It was it stayed in. It was, you know, it's been it was close, very close, but it stayed in and good finish by Curtis Jones. He actually, he's actually the only one that probably come out of the the two games this week that's got a bit of credit, really. Like he's looking like a tidy little player and being one of our own and that he he's someone to get behind again. Like obviously we've had Trent and that, but I mean I'll come on to him when we when we talk about the Chelsea game. Um, he was all right against Sheffield United, but. Uh, yeah, he's he's starting to get on my fucking tits and all. Yeah, but um, even the goal though, the second goal, like you know, Firmino, brilliant. His close control, the way that he took out maybe two or three of them with the close control, but he's dragged his shot. It was lucky it went in. It was an own goal. It was it was going nowhere near on target. After all that good work, all he's got to do is get a shot on target, and he can't even do that. And he's lucky it went in. Um, but yeah, we got the win. But then, you know, don't count for nothing after the fucking shit show last night. <laughs> I can see, like, if we'd have recorded this straight after that, you'd have been a bit more chipper <laughs> than you are at the moment. But mm. again, we will come on we'll to that game that. Yeah. shortly. So, uh, but it was a good win. Yeah, considering you take it, you? yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's let's move on to the the next game and back to you, Kyle. Obviously, Pat's not with us. Tonight, he ain't dead or anything. That made him sound like he was dead, but uh, he's, uh, he's just not on. Yeah, he's just not on the <laughs> podcast. Um, so Pat, he's not 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 um, on tonight, so he can't talk about it from uh, the Palace point of view. But Palace, Man United, big fat nil nil again, mate. Worst game of football I have ever seen in my fucking life, and that says a lot. If, and you support, if that if that is what Palace have had to watch three or four games or even a few weeks or whatever as a standard of football. And I'm not even blaming them because they were a better team. They actually, <laughs> they would have, we was awful. We, we couldn't even pass a football. Rashford's attitude stinks, mate. I'm telling you. It, it, he rolls around like he thinks he's just, he's owed everything. Like he's done what he needed to do now. It all just has to come to him and, he, when he first came on the scene, he used to run. He would he would run, 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 run. Now he, it's like he just he just can't be asked. Like he's too big time to do all the can dirty you, can work. Can you put now. the NBA on? Can you put the NBA on the end of his name, please? Sorry, no. But Massive as a guy, I mean, I, do you know what? <laughs> Palace. How long have we been saying Palace are on their holiday already? They have literally rolled Seems over every November. <laughs> yeah, and do you know what? They we just didn't, and we still couldn't even control the game against them. Palace should have won. I actually spoke to my mate at work and he was like, it's probably the most exciting I've seen Palace in a very long time. And I thought, fuck it, You were about to get the shirt out of the wardrobe again, weren't 
Oh, mate, yeah, give me the fancy high shirt. Yeah, the Sunday <laughs> Bam and Sunji High Palace shirt. No, it, you, that, it, was, it was disgraceful. From the, the only two that I would say that can hold their head a little bit is Luke Shaw and Dean Henderson. And Dean Henderson had fuck all to do, to be fair, but he made the save that possibly could have lost us the, the game. So him and Shaw, the rest of them were absolute pup stink. They don't deserve fuck all. I must admit, Jonesy, from sort of an outside point of view, looking at that game from a neutral, I turned it off after 20 minutes. I wish I did. And it was just like, oh, dear, this is fucking dreadful. Like, that, it's... I've said it before, and some of you probably will take the piss out of me, but watching Leeds under Bielsa has actually ruined a lot of other football for me because it's played at such a sort of intensity and... It's so open. Every game's entertaining, regardless mm. win, lose or draw. Well, draw don't happen. We don't draw games. But win or lose, it's they're, they're entertaining. And then I turn a game like that on, and it's I just can't I can't watch it. It just it's so bad. Thank God for the fog. At least it hid most of it for you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was actually like, hoping they really called it off. Up. To be honest with you. I couldn't stand it. When it went down the right wing, I was like, oh, fuck, I've got to see this now. At least when it was over the other side, I thought, here we go. Who, who it, knows where the ball it. is? <laughs> what, what ball were they using? Round one. No, but it was like, the ball looked like white, or if it wasn't white, it looked like really light yellow. So I just, why not use an orange ball and then condition? Uh, but I think, when you're if you was on the pitch playing, it, it wouldn't fine. be as bad. It would be yeah. you, you could you could pretty see the hope to the other end of the pitch when you're there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> no, I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, you should have been, bro. I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, but seriously. You'd have been like, asleep front row. The game's like watched worldwide, unfortunately. Um it surely it's got to be you got to be able to see the ball. There was times I was like that. I was like Spearsy looking for the ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got to defend himself. Spearsy <laughs> oh, guys are fucking terrible, aren't they? Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, you got bad mince, mince pies, is he? Oh, mate. Yeah, he, if you ever notice, he keeps quite quiet about it. Like, he, he wears bins, like, when he's yeah, not I've out. I've seen him wear bins, but... But like, if you're like on a night out or even in the pub watching the football, TV's on the wall over there. He's like fucking. Because well, <laughs> I noticed it years ago, and I'm like, "You're right." Like, and he's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I can't see a fucking thing." Like, no, it's, it's the great for him. Yeah, must be having a field day. But yeah, he only no. started wearing glasses even a couple of years ago. He like for ages was like, "Nah, it'd be all right." So, I mean, no, nah, fucking... nah, it's all right, Mister McGee. <laughs> Who said that? Oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we'll we'll move on swiftly, Kyle, because that's yeah, draw a line. Let's go. You played two games nah. in a week, and you've had fuck all to write home about, have you? So uh, no, 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 yeah, let's, let's move on. I'm... <laughs> the yeah. next one should be quite a fun one to talk about, anyway. Well, oh, for, we're for one leave, of us, we? um, Liverpool nil, Chelsea one. Oh, I like. I'll be looking forward to this one. <laughs> go on. Um, I don't know who we should start with. Let's go with let's go with Greg because he looks the most pissed off out of everyone. So yeah, we'll go with you, Greg. Go on, start us off, mate. <laughs> start us off. All right. Where do we go? Do you know what? Do you know what? I don't think we were we weren't that bad, but there was some real there's some real things that are just like 
grinding at the minute. It's like, yes, we are in a bad, bad patch, but you've still got, you're still playing the same way. He's still playing the same way, even with the, with the personnel we've got. We're clearly not the, the team we were last year. He hasn't got the team that we had last year, but he's still trying to play the same way. Even against now a changed Chelsea team in Tuchel who wants to keep the ball and everything, we knew that they were going to come and try and keep possession, but yet we still play the same way where we're trying to let them have it, let them hit the long balls, trouble us over the top. Lucky that Werner didn't score. Lucky that he was offside. Must have been by a fucking Nats cock. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, after berating him, I was like... We didn't sign him for a reason. Klopp knew what he was doing and then he went and fucking scored. But lucky enough, obviously, it was offside. But just in general, it's just not good enough. Like, Thiago, again, not really offering a lot. Can pass the ball, lovely. A lot of us can if we're fucking unopposed. Do you know what I've I mean? I've got great like, passing ability, Greg. Both feet it. and all. If you're unopposed... You can you can pretty much hit a man, and it's what he's doing at the minute. If he's got space and time, brilliant. He can find the pass. The minute he's under pressure, the minute he has to track back, nothing. Um, we're still trying to get the the wing backs up the pitch, leaving the two centre backs exposed. I mean, we're we're conceding left, right, and centre. The ball over the top's our problem, but yet we're still trying to ask our wing backs to push on. It don't make sense, and then. Trent, as I was saying, I mean, I love him. He's brilliant going forward and that. But even still, he's going forward and not really creating a lot. He he looks like he's got nothing to go and backwards anymore. He doesn't want to do the recovery runs. He can't defend. I don't know I, whether it's, you know, everything that's going on. The team's just not the same. Why he played Fabinho in centre-back, I don't know. Should have put him in, mid, in midfield. Kabach and Nat Phillips kept a clean sheet. I know it was Sheffield United, but still kept a clean sheet. Greg, who's your who's your second choice right back? Nico Williams. Nico Williams. And this is a problem. I, I said it. He's got no one pushing him. He knows he's going to start every game, Trent. Yeah. Because I this... almost think with Trent, like he obviously looked magnificent the last few seasons and he don't look the same anymore. No. I've heard people say he's he's not going to be a right back for long. He's going to go right midfield and that. For me, yeah. I'd play him centrally in midfield. Yeah, he's got he, he might have that in him. I think that is what like f- for his future. I think he could become he's not a defender. No, he's not. He can't defend. No, he's he not. could almost even play that Tiago role. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't deny that. I I totally agree that he probably will change position because. Which, what about even, like, because obviously the centre-halves, it doesn't seem to be, seems to be a bit all over the place at the moment. Would it almost be better sort of moving Fabinho, like, back into midfield, dragging Thiago and putting Trent at centre-half? Well, oh, what centre-half? I don't even, oh, I don't know, mate. The thing is... Do you know Phillips, what I mean? Something, because he, he, right back he's doing nothing. Not, Nat Phillips has not done a lot wrong. No, you are right, I yeah. Heard, I heard that he might have had a little knock, but I don't know. But again, Kabach has now taken a knock. So we're going, to have a, we're going to have another partnership. At the weekend against Fulham, we're going to have another partnership at the back. 
But to me, I, you know, any chance of Ben Davis getting a game? Well, I don't know. I don't. Know. One, one you nicked John Celtic for no reason, just to let him. He still sit might, there and drop. I think he still might be going to Celtic, but again, I just don't know. Like I think by taking Fabinho or Henderson out of that midfield, it's taken a lot from us. And um, Thiago hasn't replaced them. Thiago's just not doing it, mate. And Robertson was bless him. He's trying his heart out. But there's not much we can do, and the front three are just—it's just not working. Mane he might as well chance. go Celtic and all Robertson, isn't it? <laughs> Mane had that chance. He's, get them both up there, mate. Get them both. We need the help we can get at the minute. Get them both up there. Mane probably should have scored that. I mean, he's had an air shot. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That what, was a sitter. I don't know what's gone on with him because he's normally, even if we're playing bad and whatnot, he, he normally is quite self-confident and that. But yeah, his, his head looks down at the minute. He's he's sulking, mate. You can tell by yeah. his body language. And I think that's probably why we didn't take him off over Salah last night. It's partly that reason. But that was a weird one as well. You take off Salah. But, you know, it showed. He bought on Milner, who's been injured. He got injured at Leicester. He bought him on last night. And he was pressing more than anyone. You'd expect it, that from James Milner, though, wouldn't you? You would. Yes, you would. But where's the rest of it? Yeah, yeah. Where, where, that is our, one player, can it? That that is our game pressing, and yeah. it's not really happening from the front. We're we're sitting in and letting people play. It's just not how we do, like, you know. When you when you beat us there in the league, I think earlier on in the season, I've never seen a press like it. Like mm. we like to play out from the back. Liverpool would have known that, and yeah. the the players they were like in our face in the six yard box. It was crazy. Yeah. And, and Arteta's going, yeah, mate, you just carry on playing yeah. out from the back. Like, then, don't worry who's coming near you. Salah's running at you at 100 miles an hour and so is Mane and so is fucking whoever else. The difference Crazy. is now is that we're, we're running in and just getting played around. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they were playing triangle to fun last night, Chelsea. It's unbelievable. And Chelsea have got a lot of quality. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that, but we're at home. Yeah. No matter, what, team, no matter what team we stick out, we should be stamping our authority on the game whether Chelsea have come to play or not we should be stamping a little bit of authority but it was all Chelsea like you said goal, go on. Like, sorry Greg like you said as well you're at home you had one shot on target yeah well, that's, that's, that's been a massive problem obviously we're just not doing anything going forward and, and only se- only seven shots in a whole game that's coming that's coming from midfield though we're getting yeah. nothing and then as I've said before our front three are dropping off they're, they're too deep. They can't affect the game in the final third. It's just, mate, everything is off at the minute. And it really yeah. is. It's showing now. And it's, you know, it's becoming very poor. And the goal, I'll, I'll go to Mason Mount's goal. Obviously, he's taken it very well. But again, it, it's like these people have forgot how to defend because Fabinho's showing him inside on his right foot. I mean, is the geezer left-footed? No, he ain't. He's right-footed. So why he's showing him inside? Yeah. Trent is possibly backing him up, but he's standing behind Fabinho. So how's he backing him up? All he's doing is just being void and standing in a position and possibly getting in Allison's way. The, the, defend, the defending is poor. I know Fabinho is not really a centre-back and whatnot, but if you're going to play in that position, you've still got to know what to do. And you don't show someone with Mason Mount's quality on his right foot, inside on his right foot. Yeah, It's just fucking plain and... Schoolboy stuff, mate. Um, uh, yeah, not good enough. Kyle, we'll go before we go to uh, Ben. You, you had something to say, mate. Yeah, 
just quickly on a couple of things, Greg. There, you said it's you know your lack of goals is due to midfield. You know, nothing coming from your midfield. Mm. Thiago Alcantara is giving you has given you about four hundred and eighty three thumbs ups this season. So you've got you know you've got to take that into consideration as well. We like to. I see that he's played 28 games, got zero assists, zero goals, but 483 thumbs up. So he's happy with something. And back to the tr- <laughs> and back to and back to the Trent thing. Like you're blaming Fabinho for shutting him inside. Do you not think though he knew that Trent's running back anyway? Do you not think he's expecting Trent to stop him coming inside rather than running past the line of the ball to defend something? Because if you look at the, I thought personally, looking at Fabinho's body shape. He, he was sort of like trying to let him go down the line on his left foot. But it's like, and then Trent just carried on running. And I just think, do you not it, think Fabinho's probably thinking, hold on, why don't you stop? It doesn't matter who you, you just don't show Mason Mount. I don't think that's Fabinho's on his right foot. You just don't show him in on his right foot. It's plain and simple. It don't matter who the, who the person is. Yeah, I just don't. I, I, I just don't think Fabinho's at fault. I think he needs. No, I'm I not think blaming it, him it, personally. It looked worse for, defense, because of what Trent done. As a defensive unit, you don't show someone with Mason Mount's quality in on his right foot, plain and simple, mm-hmm. near the goal. Like you're near the goal, or you, you get out to him. They didn't get out to him. They just let him coast well, in, let him go, in and let one go. Well, round anyway on Thiago. We'll um. Now we're, we're you've you've been patient there, Ben, enjoying Greg's demise. So uh, we'll go over to you now, mate. In, in, elaborate on your enthusiastic smile you're you're portraying there. Well, I, I agree with a lot of what Greg's got to say, and I, um, I've got to get this right. I'm not sympathetic to Liverpool, but I'm sympathetic to what Greg's saying, and uh, I think Liverpool have got some issues where the the, the squad depth just isn't there. Um, and you need that. And we, we slate clubs, especially Chelsea, um, for benching players that are possibly starters at other clubs. But you need that. And if you're going to go and win back-to-back titles or defend your trophies, you need to be able to to have a de- have that depth in your squad. So when some of the names we're talking about, coming into a Liverpool team, last season, you wouldn't even dreamed of talking about these players. You know what I mean? So... Um, yeah, I, I do kind of sympathise with Greg in that respect. But, I mean, going to uh, Trent, personally, I, I think it's, I'm, I'm loving his demise at the moment. I really am, I've got to say, because he was so cocksure, especially last season. I, I mean, even prior to that, I've been at games where he's run towards the Chelsea fans to celebrate. And rightly so, he scored a goal. But it's nice to see the boot on the other foot. And I think to make him a better player, because he is a great player, He's going to have to uh, learn from these kind of uh, these kind of seasons, really. So, be interesting to see what kind of player this makes him out because he's got a long future ahead as well. So, but anyway, yeah. it's enough about Liverpool. Um, <laughs> I was just, Ben. I was just going to say on him. He has been at such a level for two years or three years. Like you know, his Champions League final, winning the league, winning the Champions League. Mm. He is. He has been at a level, and mm. it's a bit like the, the whole of our team. It's just showing now the foot, like the shoes on the other foot, and how can they react from this? Because yeah. at the minute they're not showing no reaction. Definitely, there's only a couple of players with bollocks at our team at the minute. Yeah, one, one's Robertson, and 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 that's that really is the difference between 
digging digging out of this season, really, isn't it? If you can uh, get yourself back in that top four and really make something of it. Cause well, I don't think that we are. I think that's the, out of the way now. The second season, it is, it, it is so difficult to be... I mean, it really is hard to be up there at the top again. It really is. Because teams suss you out. Other teams, they know your game plan. They know, they just sometimes teams go eleven men behind the ball. Yeah, and it, it, they they suss you out. So, um, like I say, I don't sympathise with Liverpool as as a club, but yeah. I, I understand how you how you're feeling, and it is frustrating. Um, I think either side of winning the Premier League title one season, we finished tenth. So we we've been there. Yeah, and then, but yeah, it is about how you bounce back again after that. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, yeah I mean, on Chelsea's performance, I thought. Really, really brave. It's the first time I've seen Chelsea probably play the ball around like they have done. Like, like you said, the triangles. When we played that way earlier in the season, last season, season before that, you get a lot of nervousness about it. But I mean, last night I, I was, I felt confident watching them play like that, and um, they was playing themselves out of trouble like fantastically. They really was. So I've got to give it to them. Um, I thought it was a fantastic finish by Mount, even though Trent made it easy for him coming inside. Um, I, I think Trent dropping a little bit deeper just gave Mount that space. And uh, he still made a good finish. I mean, he, he put it right in the corner. Um, Alisson, full stretch, but he got it right in the corner. So I was, I was pleased with that. I thought it was almost like, um, without the skill, a very like kind of hazardy kind of style goal. Uh, cut inside, mm. right foot, bottom corner, job done. So... Um, Kante, fantastic. I thought he was... I don't know if he's playing in a role where he's better suited than he has been the last couple of years. I thought he was really good. His distribution was good. Um, I think it was actually him that got the assist for, for the goal. Uh, but just, yeah, generally, over the last couple of games, I thought Kante's been really good. So, um, what else? The offside? <sighs> it's a really real tough one. But you're talking about, like, these these decisions are taking goals away from the game. Um, even if it wasn't Chelsea last night, I'd be disappointed to see a team not get that goal, really. Um, and the same, the other end. I, when I saw Kante's handball, straight away I'm thinking penalty for Liverpool. So, it's both well, ends. It's if your hands ends. are out like that, it's got to be. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. That's it. So, I mean, you've got to take the rough with the smooth. And it, 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 I did say to Greg Offer earlier, it kind of evens it out, but Sometimes it doesn't do that. You know, and so sometimes the Kante one might not have happened and it might have been a nil-nil game and Werner's goal, I think, should have stood. And other times Liverpool could have nicked the one nil from the penalty. But th these decisions have got to be sorted out. They've got to be ironed out because they're taking goals away from the game. And, uh, and that's yeah. what we want to see. So, But apart from that, on the, on the whole, it's a, it's a really good three points from us. And if, if someone said to me, you can take four points off United and Liverpool... Uh, in the last two games, I'd have had that. So, yeah, please. Nice. Um, go on, Matty. Just wanted to go back, not so much on the actual game itself, on the, the whole decisions. I mean, did anyone see the, the Fulham Spurs decision last Horrendous. night? I, mean, that, I was just going to come in on that as well, Matty. His arm, his arm is right down by his side. Yeah. There's nothing How he can do. you disallow that? Nothing he could have done. That's criminal. I was it's talking criminal. to my dad about that last criminal. night, Matty. I'm sorry, it's criminal. It is. And we mm. were saying the, the problem with that as well, from the way and it's hit... Spurs have ended up winning the game. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If his arm was up in the air, yeah. in, an oh, unnatural, yeah. in an unnatural position, that would have just hit him in the body. So yeah. having it's it in a natural crazy. position, he's being penalised for that. It's, it's so bad. 
What are we talking about the common sense? They're just missing the point. Like you just said, if his hand's not there, it would have just hit his body anyway. The exact same result would have happened. So why are you trying to change, change what is? And the thing that kills me the most is if he was a defender... That wouldn't be given as a penalty. No, because it'd be uh, too close. Attacker, four yards away. Because he's an attacker, it is given. So how can you say that it's one rule for an attacker and one for another? There are two sets of rules for defenders and attackers on the pitch. It's, it, if a foul is a foul, so anywhere on the pitch, it's, it's a foul. So yeah. how can you say a handball? Oh, you're a forward. It doesn't count. Oh, you're a defender. It does count. Whatever. You know what I mean? It's just it's, they've they've gone and changed that rule today. Yeah, see it. Yeah. <laughs> They've yeah. got to change that rule today. But so, so going on yesterday, because the rule hadn't changed until today, is it because they they got something out of it and scored a goal that it was given as a handball, even though it wasn't? I'm confused. Mate, Greg, I wish I, I wish I knew enough to fucking So because they because they gained an advantage and scored a goal, even though it wasn't intentional, they've they've disallowed the goal. Basically, that's all I can. That's all I can get from it. And you then today, your hand. and then today, they've gone and said that if that happens from now on, it'll be a goal. Give no, it's from the first of July, isn't it? Ain't it from the first of July? Oh uh, uh, well, yeah, but it's come out today that uh, that, oh, that will right. change. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when the date. That might you might be right. I didn't see the ins and outs, but it's come out today that now that will change. But it, it's just perfect. The thing is, football's full of these situations where it's never going to be like like black or white one decision there's plenty of grey area decisions and when you try and assign a certain rule to things that you will find these you will find these loopholes where stuff like that happens but that's where the ref's just got to come in with common sense they need to give the ref the power in a situation like that where you can see you're going to award an absolute travesty like you've got to give the ref the the ability to say no I can see that but he he went to the screen Dave he, I, he went, I know he went to the screen and still said that's a fact that that's because he's out. followed the rule, he's followed the rule book to the in the interest of the game, he shouldn't yeah. follow that to the letter there. He should no. use the content and see the context of the situation and the he outcome. He was two yards away. He was two yards away. How can he even move or get it's, out of the way? It's a fucking you know, it's fucking tiring, isn't it? All these decisions, yeah, boys, it and it's it's hard to yeah. even argue about long, it. You know what I mean? The one we haven't even come on to as well. Did you see in the um, Brighton and West Brom game? Oh, dear. Don't even want to get on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dave. Take a quick one. Go on. We're going to come on because the next thing we're going to do is go ball of the week, donkey of the week. Yeah, so we will will hit that. We will. I'm sure that's going to be brought up. Um, (laughs) Paul, did you have one more thing before we do go on to them? Yeah, just Uh, quickly, like... like... Like Dave says and Greg was saying, common sense has to prevail. The Premier League... It's worth so much money to a club to get relegated or, you know, and stay in the division. Like, if Fulham got relegated because of this, they'd every, they would have every right to appeal and every right to take it to the highest place in the land. Score of, um, court of arbitration for sport, everything. Because you just, just can't get these things wrong. Like, yeah, but that, won't, that wouldn't be changed now, mate. No, of course. It's not going to be changed now because they've come out and made that decision yeah. as of what it is going to be moving forward. But... If you're a Fulham fan or a Fulham player or Scott Parker, you just got to be sitting there like that. I mean, it's. it's I a- think Struggs. I think Struggs said it in a few podcasts back. He did say it's. It's not really VAR. It's just the rules, and that's the problem. Yeah. It's, it's the they are just they're, they're just the following rules. The thing is, common sense. 
will change on, on every decision, wouldn't it? That's the thing. They can't really go on common sense. As much as they should, it would chat. The rule's a rule. I, I, listen, it's shit. It's a shit rule. But if it, they, the rule is if it hits your arm in the build up to yeah. a goal, it's not, you've got to select. So, yeah, but how are they changing there, rules during the fucking season? Yeah, how are they changing no, that well, in the middle of, or three quarters of the way through a season? That should never be the case. It's got no, to be the start I know, of the end. Because they're saying, getting proven wrong every other fucking week. Yeah. Yeah. But I think no. that's, that's all they're doing. They are just, they're literally they, sitting there they with, a, be with a rule book for going boom. They should be embarrassed at the state. But of the that game. was a joke. The that was a best joke. League, best league in the world. They should be fucking embarrassed, mate. Best league, worst refs. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But, like, go on. Can I just ask Ben something? Going back to the game, obviously taken away from all this refs nonsense. <laughs> Out of your team, now I'm not. I know I'm not one to actually like fucking go after players and whatnot because our team's shit at the minute. But do you know? I noticed one player that didn't do himself any favors for you last night was Ziyech. What did you make of him last uh, night? Because I, I don't think he done himself any favors. I thought he probably played himself out of the team now. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised that he started, to be honest, Greg. Um, I didn't think he's done enough previously to start. Um, but in saying that, Havertz hasn't been in, in the team at all. Pulisic, he just doesn't look the same player as last season at all um, since his injury. So I don't know what's going on there. But uh, yeah. No Hudson Adoy. No Hudson Adoy, yeah. I know he's right back, isn't he? I don't want to go too much of subject, but. Um, I didn't. I wasn't on the podcast a few weeks ago when he when he got subbed, and I actually agreed with him being subbed. I was watching the game, and I just thought he he was fine going forward, but he wasn't reading the game. He was too slow to react, so yeah. I wasn't surprised when he said. Anyway, I don't want to go too deep into that, but again, in when he in the last game against United, again I, I thought he was a bit slow to react then. So hence why he didn't start against Liverpool, in my opinion. But yeah, when you watch Ch last night, I think you then look back at Hudson Odoi and think I'd start him again. Um, there's a real battle for that place because none of them are shining. And you're right, Ziyech didn't... didn't I mean, uh, Tuchel touched on him, I think, after the game and, and said he was happy with the way he was stretching the play. Um, it was, Ziyech was just stretching that forward line. So whether he's doing enough for him off the ball um, that we're not seeing, that could be something. But yeah, I, I, I do agree. There's, there's got to be more to come from him, definitely. Um, well, we will... Call that a day on them anyway, boys, and we will move swiftly on to our nominations for Donkey of the Week and Baller of the Week. Um, we'll start with Donkey, and Dave, as you was going on about it, I'm sure this might actually be your nomination, but we'll start with you, mate. <laughs> Every Mason. Mason. <laughs> and now you can say what you wanted to say about him. Yeah, Lee Mason. Just, I mean, just... He's had a, a brain fart, clearly. I mean, he's... Brain <laughs> fart. He's like, can I take a quick free kick? Yeah, you can. Kicks it, thinks, oh, shit, it's going... It bloke decides to blow the whistle. And then they're thinking, what, why are you blowing the whistle? And he, he goes, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, give the goal. They all celebrate. And then VAR goes, oh, hold on a minute. You blew the whistle while the ball was in motion. You've got to disallow it. He's had to go and... His tail between his legs, go to the bench and explain to them what the fuck's going on. Off to the Judy. That must be filmed around the world, showing like, like blooper reel for like other leagues. Just like what the fuck, it, it is embarrassing. It's, it's not just the the rules are, are bad now. The, the standard of refing is so bad, and the way we 
interpret VAR is just shocking. And altogether, it just mixes to, to make football is the worst it's ever been with regard to the rules, decisions, and even entertainment, to be honest. So you can't even celebrate a goal now because you're just frightened. Uh, yeah, frightened. Yeah. But anyway, like, that, that is what it is. But the standard of the refing, like, the, the rules don't help, but if you give the rest the power to interpret it and use common sense, they can overrule any slight quirk in the rules that surface and cause some shitstorm or just complete injustice. They can just overrule it and go, no, clearly that wasn't actually going to affect the game. And and just and use common sense, but that that there wasn't even anything to do with common sense. It's like he fell asleep and, on the pitch. <laughs> um, Greg, yes, on, mate. no, sorry, it's just Dave, Dave just said football. It's not all of football, mate. It's the Premier League. At yeah, the you're league. right. Yes, yeah, so, all right, football. Yeah, Premier this League. Ain't, this Premier ain't league. happening in other countries, mate. No, this is not happening. That's what in I'm other saying. Countries. Other countries are looking at us. They've got this. They've got it on lock, mate. In some Australia countries. That that clip on Twitter that we that we done the other day on Twitter, unbelievable. The fact that they're mic'd up, they're talking to each other, talking themselves through it, getting the correct decisions. Well, that was you know that was actually Perfect. that was actually last season that um, oh, was it. Well, that there you because the referee was season. Jared Gillette, who actually left the A League and he's he's over here now. He's in the Championship. Um, he's refing over here now, so hopefully that's sort of a sign of. We're looking elsewhere to sort of yeah. slowly bring well, these guys in. He, should, but he shouldn't be in the championship, mate. He should be up in the Premier League because brilliant our, referee. Our refs are farcical, mate. There's another video clip of him actually on YouTube with that from that game, and it's about five or six minutes long, and it's sort of uh, various different occasions during that game where he gets it right with VAR and the communication between him and the actual video assistant ref and. It's brilliant. It's how it should be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the reason yeah. they're getting it right is because they've looked at how rugby league and rugby union use it, which is rife in the Southern Hemisphere. And they've looked at that and just matched it up and it works. Mm. It's, it's The technology and the rules aren't the problem. It's the people using them. It's, um, but maybe, yeah, like, like, like you said, it's better in that, in that um, country as well then, because this a whole big thing over here is maybe the respect that the referees don't, They'd be getting, they wouldn't be able to have been mic'd up because of what the abuse that everyone would hear. But again, maybe that's a reason to mic them up. Yeah. Because then yeah. you'd, you'd like, hear who's saying what. Even over the last few years, there's been occasions of like a racist comment or a derogatory comment on, on the pitch where people have been like going to hearings about it and things like that. Like Kiko Cassia had it at Leeds last season and it was his word against the, the other player. If there's mic'd up, then you go, hang on. No, he did say that. You're yeah. fucked, son. Do you know what I mean? Like it's they they'd have to check themselves a bit and be more professional. Like that's what it yeah. is. It's not like us lot playing on a Sunday league, you're effing and blinding every two seconds. Yeah. These lot are professionals. They get yeah. paid because they're professionals and be professional, role models. Yeah. Be fucking professional. If if you yeah. hear referee is now mic'd up, you need to fucking watch yourself, boys. Fair no, enough. Right. Like you're gonna have to do right. that, ain't you? Um but yeah, back, back on to Lee Mason, Dave. He was also my nomination and also Hopper's as well, who's not on the, on the pod tonight, but he takes through his. Um, so there's three nominations already for Lee Mason. And the, another point on him, which Hopper's actually put in, in his text to me and I was going to bring up as well, was not just that game. He's bottled it for the following week and feigned an injury to fella. Yeah. Oh, oh I can't ref this game because now I'm injured. Fuck off, you're injured. You're embarrassed, bruv. That's all that is. 
Like, like Mike Dean saying, "Oh, I've got, I've, I've been threatened." It's like he's been threatened his whole career. Yeah, yeah. He's used to it. Dished out. Suddenly now it's like, oh no, I'll duck this one. Joke. Oh, but um, I'll, I'll call out the other boys who have texted theirs nominations through while while we're on it. Um, Pat has well, Speezy. Sorry, I'll go first. Has gone with your old mate Bruno Fernandez, and he's basically said he's been missing in action for for weeks. So, and I hate the rat face cunt. He said so. <laughs> he, he's nominated. Um, I've already read, I've already read out Hoppers, who's gone with the same with us. Gone with uh, um, Lee Mason. Struggs has gone with Harry Kane um, for missing two sitters against Fulham last night. And he's thrown an honourable mention for Steve Bruce. Can't have long left, especially after the bust-ups in training. And Pat has gone for Danny Welbeck for missing the second Brighton penalty and losing 1-0. So, um, yeah, they're, they're the nominations so far. Next one to nominate would be you, Ben. So, who's your donkey, mate? Uh, I kind of like, I agree that Lee Mason should fall under like a donkey category, but I just don't feel right nominating a, a ref. Like, I feel like... Uh, I don't know. You're, you're always nice to refs in Sunday League and all you, you fucking... Yeah, I know. I've got to think about refs and I do kind of... Uh, like them as much as pylons or... You're a fucking pervert. That's what's the matter with <laughs> Cheers, Greg. <laughs> you like, like refs. man on the podcast. You like refs. You're a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, cut. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's already had his one cut, Greg. <laughs> no, nah, I, I can't be able to refs. I can't be able to refs. Apart like, from that time where you slapped the one and you had to go to your fucking hearing. I did I did go to hearing and, and it's only because I touched his cheek, that's all. So, uh, <laughs> give him the old, don't what, worry, what, ref. What cheek? <laughs> what <laughs> cheek was it? <laughs> Ricky will sort it out for you, Ben. Don't oh, worry. Oh, God, yeah. I don't be horrible. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go, go on then, Ben. Back to your nomination, mate. <laughs> yeah, so my, my nomination, um, and it isn't based just on this week, it's based on, I think, ever since I've ever heard of him and ever watched him play, but he's still doing it to this week. He's, Lifetime um, award, is it? Sorry? Lifetime award. <laughs> Lifetime award, yeah. <laughs> I just, apart from Lee Mason, there wasn't really anyone that stood out for me. So um, it's Eric Lamella. Um, I'm just frustrated and sick of him getting away with these little silly yellow cards that we talk about all the time that um, players get, and he just doesn't get them. He, he's got to be one of the nastiest little niggly players, leaves it in constantly yeah. and just and rides it. And, and he never he just gets away with it. So, yeah, Lamella for me. Um, we'll see. Hopefully he gets sent off next week. So <laughs> it's, that, it's like that old classic when they go in on them at 100 miles an hour. You can see the stamp on the foot is so bad. And then they, as soon as they've done it, they go... As if to say, oh, no, it weren't me. I never touched him. But he's got him trying to break the geezer's ankle. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Wrong. Fair play. Um, Matty, over to you then, mate. Nothing more to add than Lee Mason. Never seen anything <laughs> like you. <laughs> Next. <laughs> fat, fat, fat wanker. Oh. Who's, who's just, mate, how does he even ref? How does he fucking keep up with the play, the fat cunt? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more to add. Fat wanker, fat cunt. Matty's Tourette's come out. <laughs> I've tried to keep that as short as possible as well, by the way. That's a, I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> um, 
And uh, before I go on, Matt, he'll have to announce that Lee Mason's the next guest we've got coming on for an interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come on it. I'll roast him. Hello, man. Greg, go on, mate. Uh, yeah, I've gone for the old fat cunt, fat wanker. Um, <laughs> uh, mate, embarrassing. I mean... What else to say about him? Have it... It was, it was one of my favourite things to do as a player was to get in the ref's ear, can I take a quick free kick ref? It's clever. It's brilliant from Dunk. Absolutely brilliant. I used to love it. And if the ref lets you do it, if you get, if you get a good ref that lets you do it, it's perfect. And when it comes off, it's brilliant. Now, he has asked him, he's gone, yes, okay then, blow the whistle. Scored a perfect goal and then wants to pull it. Uh, it's, um, I know we've talked about it. But it is fucking, it is embarrassing, mate. Well, what happened, Greg? I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I must admit, you could, you can even see it. It was hard for Dunk to contain himself there, not oh fucking how, grab how, hold how, of him. How, see, you know, when, when you get a, when you get a ref that lets you do it, because not, not many want to actually. Very let few let you, yeah. yeah. And there's nothing to say that you can't. It's, it's, there's nothing against it. So when a ref says, yeah, okay, then, it's brilliant. Thierry Henry's done it. Do you know what I mean? We've had we've had people do it in the past, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's genius. It is. And how he can say yes and then blow the whistle, and the unluckiness for it to be on the line when he's blown the whistle again is because if it was in, there's nothing he could have done with it. But the fact that it didn't cross the line when he's actually blown the whistle the second time when he shat himself. It's just, it's just so unlucky, and he's just, yeah, fat cunt, fat wanker. It is dreadful. <laughs> um, go on, Kyle. Well said, Greg. Well said, mate. Yeah, no, there's been some good shouts tonight. To be fair, I say with Spears, he's won. I'll always do my best to stick up for Bruno, but he's right. I actually want to. I'm close to voting for him. To be fair, because he has been, he has been, he has been poor. He set such a high standard, been so shit. Lamella's a great shout, Ben, because. I, he's my most hated player in the Premier League, probably. Man. He's a dirty little shit. Don't oh, like him at all. Argy, argy. Trent's lucky, the, the old fraudster. He, he didn't sneak in there. But yeah, it's Lee Mason. Well done, Lee. <laughs> There's no other winner possible. There can't be. There can't be. I mean, it was, yeah. I don't know if, have I got time to tell you boys what happened? Or? I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that, Sorry, that crowns crowns the donkey there, boys. It was, yeah, to be honest, he only got six votes out of the ten, and I, I'm surprised at that. I, I thought yeah. it was going to be That's even more. Ben like refs. I mean, Ben, yeah. ben didn't like refs. Do you know what I mean? Ben's on the ref union, mate. He's never, never voting for him. Nah. <laughs> He's got him in this one. Bowler of the week. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice guy. Um, I'll start with the nominations of the boys that aren't here tonight. Um, we've got three nominations for, for Gareth Bale, which is Hoppers, Pat and Spearsy. And they've all pretty much said along the same lines as basically we've been slating him since the start of the podcast and he's come back and sort of shown that he has got a bit left in the tank. Well, he's scored um, a couple of goals against Fulham and that makes him baller. Well, of the week. Of the week. <laughs> um, and Struggers has gone with no one stands out this week, refused to vote for Bale. So 
<laughs> De Bruyne gets it for me for his ball for Diaz against oh, West Ham. Either way. Um, so we'll start with with uh, you, Ben. Referees Union. Which no, ref has got baller of the week? Lee Mason. <laughs> I think you boys are out of order because. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I've not I've not really heard you speechless a lot, Ben. And and what's going on, mate? No, sorry, Greg, what's that? I've not really heard you speechless a lot, and you seem a bit speechless at the minute. Oh, I'm gutted about the last night. I wish it was 2-0. No, um, no, no. I, I, I do feel I mean just clear, oh, I do feel sorry for the rest, like because they do get a lot. You know, it's, calf. It's a lot on there. It's, like, it's all on them, isn't it? Yeah, and it's I'm not saying what, what they do is right or wrong. I'm just saying that I've sometimes I've got a bit of sympathy for them. Like like Greg, like last night, that was sympathy for Greg, wasn't it? So anyway. You ain't gonna get in trouble with the FA, Ben. Don't worry about it, mate. On here. <laughs> all right, mate. Rick, we'll ring Ricky Bennett up for you, mate. No, I just want I want the I do want the refs to be wired up. I think I think it'll be better if we hear what they say. A lot of the time we don't get to hear what they say. So we're we're making assumptions that I they're they're making bad like calls. Shit, mate. They won't be fucking mic'd up. No, they're, they're, Greg's probably right. But, I mean, if they are mic'd up and we hear what they say or they do a post-match interview, then we might have a bit more understanding of the decisions. But it's quite easy to jump on their back because we don't hear what they say. So, yeah. I mean, uh, maybe I'm just being a bit too fair. No. Yep. Just a, just a <laughs> uh, who's your bowler, Ben? My bowler. And he probably hasn't... He's probably not going to get it again. Well, he might do, but he's probably not going to get it again this season. Um, and especially for defending is Robertson, because playing that line and keeping uh, keeping Werner offside was fantastic. So, it's Robertson for me. Random. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boyle? I have gone with Richarlison for my baller of the week. He's... Ever, it's a bit like the Lingard situation at West Ham. He's the difference between them potentially finishing that couple of places higher up the table. They've won two games in a week, 1-0, and he scored both goals. He's, I think he's much better than Calvert-Lewin. I think he offers a massive threat. Every time he picks up the ball 30 yards out, constantly looking to terrorise defenders, go towards goal, always looking to, to score. And I think he's the difference for them. And I think, yeah, they had a couple of really bad results where they lost three on the bounce at home. And I think a couple of good wins for them. And he scored both goals, so I'm going to give it to him. Fair play. Well, that gives me a chance to put mine out as well, because mine's the same, Matty. Um, uh, yeah, I've gone with Richarlison as well. I, he, he flatters to deceive a lot of the time, I think, with, yeah. with him. Um, he, he's obviously got bags of ability. You don't play for Brazil if you, if you haven't, um, especially in an attacking position. But, yeah, I think a lot of the time his finishing's pretty poor and he's quite wasteful, but... It, the last the last week he, he's been like you said he's been the difference and he's he's earned them six points exactly. you know what I mean yeah so um yeah no uh, for me it has to has to be Richarlison as well um Greg over to you mate what's Kyle yeah. do you know what I was I was the bait I had quite, <laughs> quite a few on my list mate to be honest I I had Kevin De Bruyne for that ball Mares got two assists and a goal this week Ian Acho's volley cool. oh, that was amazing. McGoldrick's goal. The Great other goal. He started to play and kept up with it and then finished it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've gone with the other boys because we have, we slated him and that. And then this week he's come back with one assist, two goals, and he was involved in the goal the other night. So, Gareth Bale. 
Nice. Kyle, fresh off your phone call, mate. Who's yours? Uh, and I, my work phone just went. I thought, you're fucking kidding me. Um, Gareth Bell. <laughs> just because, yeah, he's, you know, he's, 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 had, he's had a tough time this season. He come back with all the fucking expectation. He ain't been playing that well. Expectation. That he was going to, he come back, that he was going to, you know, a lot of ground running. Um, he's on a bench for two years, earning 600 grand a week. He's hardly going to be No, up. but... He, he was, a, he was, a, he, I think he lifted the team, but he, he weren't playing well. We didn't look interested, but fair play to. And again, I do agree with what you said, Paul. It's hard to, he's only played well for a couple of weeks. So, no, let's not go too fucking silly with it. But, like, you know, it is ball of the week. So, fair play to him for coming back and just doing, yeah, looking like he's uh, turned a corner a little bit. Fair enough, mate. And then, last but not least, Dave Scott. Yes, sir. I can't give it to Bale. Sorry, just one good performance. To his usual shit against Fulham. So no, nah. um, I gave it to Ian Acho because the goal, that volley was class. Oh, to wow. have that come over your shoulder like that and hit it that well, superb goal and rescue the point because they would. I think they would have been in a little bit of trouble if they lost that Leicester, but they rescued rescued a point as well. So it was an important goal. Yeah, it was a good goal, mate. Shaded Greg Andrews about it, didn't it, Greg? There's been a few, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, well, that, that, that crowns our baller of the week as well, boys. So, Gareth Bale, baller of the week. Uh, he's the first winner of baller of the week and donkey of the week. So, yeah, he's cancelled himself out, hasn't he? Fair play. He's his money. Yes, yeah. So, um, yeah, to, to end the podcast, boys, we'll just run through our predictions for the fixtures involving our teams this weekend. Um, we'll try and sort of keep it short and sweet on your on your predictions. Just uh, give us your score and a quick sort of summary of what you think will happen. Yeah, um, fuck the other boys one. Don't worry about theirs. Well, the the, the other boys, I won't read theirs out because it's too long to sort of go through all of them. But I'll I'll mark them yeah. down anyway on on the sheet, boys, and we'll um we'll read out the points and that for the next episode. As it stands, the league table. Ben, you're you're top of the league, mate, on thirty two points. Then got Strug in second on 29. Me and Pat on 26. Kyle and Greg on 25. Boyle on 24. Spizzy on 23. Hopper's on 19. And Dave Scott on 16. Uh, Bottom of the league, DS. Did, did you say I'm joint with, am I joint, am I joint with Greg Andrews? Am I? You are, I'm mate, yeah. Greg Andrews. Did you say I'm top? Yes, mate, top of the league. Wait, I'm in there, Um... <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go through them anyway, boys. First game, Burnley Arsenal. Uh, we'll start with the Gooners to give us their predictions first. So, Matty, who, who's your uh, what's your prediction for it, mate? I think I think Arsenal will win this game. Um, they can only, in my opinion, they can only lose it themselves. We can we'll just outplay them going forward. I don't think they'll be able to handle the attack. We've had a week off, which we haven't had for a while because we've been playing Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. And yeah, comfortable Arsenal win. 2-0 to the Arsenal. 2-0 to the Arsenal. Dave? 1-0 um, to the Arsenal, I reckon. The old classic scoreline, mate. You know. George I've gone Blair. with the same thing as you, Dave. I've gone with the classic Arsenal scoreline. 1-0 to the Arsenal. Um, Benji? Um... I'm going 2-1 Arsenal. Uh, I think after the Leicester game, Arsenal will be flying, but they have got Tottenham the week after, I believe, so Dick will come there. 
So two ones to the Arsenal. Two yeah. one. Both games coming up after this. Greg. Two one, mate. Arsenal. Two one Arsenal. Nothing to say. <laughs> Kyle. Three one Arsenal. Go on, Jones. Three one Arsenal. Perfect. Next game, Liverpool Fulham. Relegation scrap. Greg. <laughs> we seem to be able to beat teams that, like below us a little bit. So 2 0 Liverpool, mate. <laughs> 2 0 Liverpool. I've gone with a big fat 0 0, mate. 0 0. I don't think you boys have got enough going forward at the moment. And Fulham are quite tight and they love a draw. So 0 0. Terrible game. One of them. Ben? Fuck off. Uh, I'm going for a 2 1 Liverpool win. Um, I don't think Liverpool are going to be great, but they're going to scrape out the win. 2-1. Boyle? Exactly the same as Ben. Full stop. <laughs> Jonesy? Nothing else to say about it. Really. We say it every week. Liverpool have got to turn a corner. They've got to get a result from somewhere. 2-1 Liverpool. I've given up saying it now, Kyle. <laughs> but hopefully they win. DS? Uh, one nil, I reckon. Same as what you said, not a classic, but I think they'll nick it. Liverpool. So Liverpool, sorry. One nil, Liverpool. Yeah, sorry. One... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'd thrown one in there. I'm not that brave. Sorry. <laughs> well, you sorry. need to be, mate. You need to get the score right. <laughs> Dave, Dave. Trying to pick the right score. <laughs> He's playing it safe now, isn't he? <laughs> Um, I, I must admit, I nearly did cave and go for Fulham, but I, I thought I'd go with the draw anyway. Um, the next one, Kyle, Manchester Derby, mate. City against United. Only one winner here. Um, who's your call, something, mate? Something tells me it's going to be a 3-4-1, but oh, what? we're playing shit. I think it's going to be... A, I feel like I want to say a 3-4-1 City win. Oh, I thought you were saying a formation. I was like, what the fuck are you on about? Fernandez. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> for, for fucking two. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I feel like, I feel like they could easily drum us 3-4-1 easily and be comfortable. But I don't know. Something in me's got... I'm going to throw my Desmond in here. Ooh. My 2-2. Two, two. Weekly. Desi of the week. Dave Scott. Um, I think it's going to be. A t- I just can't see Solskjaer opening up for this one. He's still traumatized by that loss to Tottenham at the beginning of the season. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be one nil to City. I think one nil to City. Mm. See, I've gone a bit different on this. I was going to go for a nil nil because Man United against anyone in the top ten is a nil nil. Um, but I just think City have got a point to prove here, especially. And I think 3-0 City. I think they, they get an early goal and then you boys have to open up. And I think they'll tear you apart. Um, ben? Uh, I think City are going to be too good for United. United ain't scored in the last couple of games now. Gonna go. Um, I don't think they're going to score again, to be honest, as well. 3-1 City and Fernandinho and goal. <laughs> so United don't score a goal <laughs> no penalty that's brilliant no penalty oh god <laughs> now that's it um, Boyle 
I'm just, uh, there's only one winner in terms of what's going to happen, but I'm just trying to, I'm debating the scoreline in my head. 3-1 Manchester City. I think United might get a goal because they've got a lot of attacking quality. But like you said, it'll be an open game. I think City will just destroy them going forward, to be fair. They've just got far, far too much. And Maguire, I mean, he's just going to be even more confused than he usually is going round in a circle to Giza. With very, his mate Victor, who's next to him, who don't do him no favours whatsoever. So, nah, for me, 3 1 City, I think De Bruyne masterclass. 3 um, 1 City. Next game, Spurs versus Palace. Oh, sorry, Greg, did I not take yours? I don't know, did I? Yeah. No, I don't think you've done this game. Oh, did I not? Sorry, Greg, go on, mate. Uh, I've got 3 1 City, mate. Oh, fair play. <laughs> just, just to put it in on three one six bags. That was everyone, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, boys. Um, <laughs> right, next one. Spurs Palace. Um, I've gone with two one Spurs. I just think they'll have a, a bit too much going forward and get get the extra goal and beat Palace. Um, <coughs> we'll start with you this time, Greg. <clears throat> Um, I've gone 3-0 Spurs, mate. Just don't think Palace have got anything at the minute and Spurs are quite good on the old counter, even though Palace probably won't venture up the field that much, but I still think they'll have enough to do them. There is rumours that Zaha might play as well. Don't think it makes any difference. Yeah, you're well, probably right. They would get further not in, not in this particular game. Yeah, They'd get further up the pitch, but that would still open it up for Tottenham. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 3-0. 3-0. Um, Dave Scott. 2-0 <clears throat> Spurs. Same reasons you've, you've just said. Palace of shit, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Jonesy. I just want to try and get some more points. I'm going to go 4-0 Tottenham. Just because I don't want to, yeah. Want to try, yeah. I need to try and get away from Greg. Go a bit different, mate. It's guaranteed mm. to be 3-0 now you've said that. <laughs> <laughs> get away from me, yeah. <laughs> any, any score this week will fucking help me. Boyle? Um, again, Tottenham to win, but as to the score, I'm going to go 3-0 Spurs. 3-0 Spurs. Uh, Benji? I think uh, Palace have had a couple of... Well, they ain't played well, but they've, they've grinded out a couple of points here and there. I'm expecting them to... They've got the gas turned on. Someone's just got to click the click the little fire button, you know, like the little. So, um, <laughs> I don't think the they're just going to get a couple of goals. I'm going to go three two Tottenham. Three two. Right, that's everyone for that one. Straight back to you, Ben. Chelsea Everton. Oh yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to this one because I think it'll actually be a, a decent game. Um, we, Chelsea need to win this. They need to win this because Everton have got a game in hand anyway. So, big important game for Chelsea. Um, God, I dread to think what it would be like if we didn't beat Liverpool last night because we would have had to win it even more. But I'm going to go 3-1 Chelsea, but I don't think the scoreline is going to be... I don't think the game is going to be as the scoreline suggests. I think Everton will be a lot more in it than 3-1, but 3-1 Chelsea. 3-1. Oh, this is fucking hard to call this. Um, I've changed my prediction on this about four or five times. I'm going to go... 
I'm going to go safe points. I'm going to go 2 1 Chelsea. Tough one, though. Um, Boyle? I think this could be a bit of a goal fest because both sides have got good attacking players. I think 3 um, 2 Chelsea. 3 2. Gory? 2 0 Chelsea. Don't I know what Everton? I know they can. They're all right going forward, but I don't think they travelled that well, especially not to London. So, two nil. Don't mention London. Fuck me. Talk about that in the next one. Fish and chips, <laughs> cup of tea. <laughs> um, Merry fucking poppins. <laughs> Kyle, one one. I reckon. Mid tight game. And Dave. This is going to be my Desmond. I was debating a Desmond for this, but I just swung it Chelsea's way. Oh, he's Desmond. Right, next game, West Ham leads. I would have gone with a Leeds win on this, obviously, but it being in London, I just can't. We haven't won in London since about 1993, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my Desmond. I'm gonna go two all. I think we're nick a point. Um, ben, yeah, I'm the same, mate. Two two. Um, I think it, I'm actually looking forward to it. Actually, I think it'd be a good game. So um, yeah, plenty of goals. Two all. Two all. Boyle. Oh, this is tough. <laughs> I've never. I don't think I've ever predicted a Desmond on this predictor thing yet. But this is was the closest one as I was going to get. But I I don't know. I, I still don't think Leeds are going to have enough. I think Leeds will come close. It'll be a good game. But I, I still fancy West Ham to nick it. 2-1 West Ham. 2-1. Greg? Yeah, I've, I've gone with the same, mate. Do you know, I, I bat Leeds against Villa and yeah. it worked, it worked great. And if you're saying, if you ain't too fucking up for it... London, mate. We don't, we don't win in London. I see. Oh. I saw a stat. I think it's been three years or four years since we won in London. Wow. Yeah. Stuart yeah, Dallas. Yeah, he's played for Leeds for four seasons. His last win in London was when he played for Brentford. <laughs> <laughs> That's fact. Wow. Well, wow. I say, mate, I've gone with two one West Ham. I think they'll just have enough, and they're because they're on good form. And Dave. Yeah, because of the London record and West Ham on good form, I've gone two one, Hammers. Two one. This is the first time I think in well in them four years probably. Oh, sorry, Carl, go on, mate. <laughs> How could you forget him? I'm doing, I'm doing the Greg. I oh, was he not on the phone call? Oh, oh sorry. Mate. Yeah, <laughs> go on, Jonesy. Sorry, mate. Some of us are working, bro. Um, <laughs> three one West Ham. It'd be two one till near the end of the game, and I think they just they go and squeeze it as you're trying to get the equaliser. They go and finish it off. That's yeah. worth waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck is. off he ain't scoring against us little scum fuck um, yeah what I was going to say anyway so I think it's the first time in, in that four years where I've actually swallowed it and gone fuck it we're not going to win in London every time we play in London I go this is going to be the one where we finally get the win but I'm just reverse, reverse yeah. psychology Yeah, that's it yeah I'm just like by going against it I've surely this could be it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This just sat in my head. I'm thinking, oh, fuck it. Got to do it somehow. Um, 
but yeah, that that sort of brings us to the end um, of the episode. Anyway, boys, uh, have any of you got anything else to add before we call it a night? No, no. Just, just a quick one, actually, before we go. Have any of you heard of <laughs> Albert Brout Tarland? His cousin. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of him. Uh, er, Erling Brout Harland's cousin. He's supposed who, to be shit hot. Yeah, he's 17, <laughs> centre forward, and he's banging goals in left, right, centre for Mould in, in Norway. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a lot of rumours. He's sort of, he's, he's the he next. Coming the fucking, He's the next Erling. So, uh, yeah, it could be an interesting one to sort of watch where he goes over the next few seasons. Watch this space. Yeah, exactly. One of you heard them, it yeah. first year. No, I, I think I told you a couple of weeks ago, Carl, about him. I've never heard of him. No, I, uh, I only heard of him today. First I see him. No, I heard, I heard a little while ago. Is that, that his cousin? Yeah, yeah it's his cousin, yeah. It. And they look, they look like exactly like each other. Yeah, he looks just like him, yeah. They're, Beautiful people. He's, yeah. He won't have to get Botox on his lips then, will he? Fucking hills have eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, that, that, uh, that'd be the end of it anyway then, boys. We'll, uh, we'll call it a night there. And um, until the next episode. If uh, everyone watching, thanks for watching. If you slap a like on the video and subscribe to us on YouTube. And um, yeah, head over to our Twitter and Instagram. Uh, both tags are the same, just at only underscore footy underscore fans. Give us a follow over on, on both of them platforms to keep up to date on everything we're doing. And um, yeah, until next time, guys, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.